In this bulletin, the US and UK carry out further strikes against Houthi targets in Yemen. Employers in Australia could face fines for contacting workers out of hours. And in sport, Joe Gauci aims high as he transfers from Adelaide to Aston Villa. With all the latest SBS News, I'm Hannah Kwan. The United States and the United Kingdom have struck more than 30 Houthi targets in Yemen in the latest wave of attacks against Iran-backed groups. In a joint statement shared by Deputy Prime Minister Richard Miles, a coalition of eight countries, including Australia, in a supporting role, said the strikes responded to illegal, dangerous and destabilising Houthi actions since previous coalition strikes. It comes after Iraq and Iran condemned strikes by the United States on Friday against more than 80 targets linked to Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard and militias it backs in Iraq and Syria, reportedly killing nearly 40 people. The coalition says strikes against Houthi attacks, which follow joint strikes on January 11 and 22, are in response to continued attacks on international shipping and naval vessels transiting the Red Sea. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says if Israel were to support the existence of a Palestinian state, demilitarisation in Gaza should be considered. A two-state solution to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict has long been floated as a path to peace in the region and is back in the spotlight following Hamas's October 7 attack and Israel's subsequent attacks on Gaza. The idea that you can have security with the tension in the region, we need to de-escalate. Part of that might mean, for example, uh, any existence of a Palestinian state would be one which was a demilitarised state as well. So those are the sort of issues that need to be on the table. Mr Albanese also acknowledged an agreement on a two-state solution was only possible if Israel returned to the negotiating table. A major manhunt continues for a man who stabbed an elderly woman to death in a shopping centre car park near Brisbane. The 70-year-old had finished grocery shopping with her granddaughter at Red Bank Plains near Ipswich when she was stabbed in the chest by a man in the centre's underground car park at about 6pm on Saturday. She died at the scene a short time later after attempts to revive her failed. Aboriginal rights advocate and trailblazer Loitja O'Donoghue, who played a pivotal role in native title legislation and was the first Indigenous person to address the United Nations, has died at home in Adelaide, aged 91. The Ankani Jatjara woman was the inaugural chairperson of the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Commission in 1990 and later lobbied the Keating government to recognise Aboriginal land ownership through the native title laws. Drivers stand to save $1,000 a year in fuel as Australia joins the rest of the world by introducing emission standards. Australia stands alongside Russia as the only advanced economy without an emission standard. Transport Minister Catherine King says the preferred model for a new emission standard is expected to deliver more choice to new car buyers by encouraging car companies to bring more affordable zero-emission options to market. Uh, I have no doubt we are going to hear all sorts of nonsense uh, from the opposition, from a range of other stakeholders about this. We're going to hear that, you know, utes are, utes are banned. That is not true. We're going to hear that somehow secondhand vehicles affected. That is not true. It is about new vehicles. We're going to hear about price. Again, not true. None of the evidence. Uh, there is just no evidence to say that it will affect price at all. 
And Employment Minister Tony Burke says employers would only face fines for contacting workers out of hours in egregious circumstances, as consultation continues on the right to disconnect. Mr Burke is continuing discussions with business groups to ensure a balance is struck as momentum grows for laws allowing workers to switch off and ignore work calls and emails out of hours. One concept being discussed is that instead of fining employers making contact, employees could go to the Fair Work Commission for a stop order if things get out of hand and they are expected to do unpaid work. Mr Burke tells Sky News fines would be applied if the stop order was breached. Uh, so that's the sort of concept that's being, being talked about. It's a pretty light touch, but it also establishes a principle that just says, yeah, and it shouldn't be a controversial principle, which is in Australia, you're meant to be paid when you're working. Turning to sport and Joe Gauci can look to his new Aston Villa teammate Emiliano Martinez for inspiration as he kicks off his Premier League career with one eye on usurping Matt Ryan as Socceroos number one. Gauci, who is 23 years old, is the only Socceroo in the Premier League, having signed with Villa from Adelaide United during the transfer window. After Australia were knocked out of the Asian Cup, Gauci, who didn't make an appearance at the tournament, flew out of Doha in the early hours of Saturday. He will have all of two days back in Adelaide to pack up his life before heading to Birmingham. And that's all the latest SBS News. I'm Hannah Kwon.